Hi, this is Don Pesco, Strength Through Christ Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast today. I'm glad that our paths in life have crossed again. Strength Through Christ Ministries is based on Philippians 4.13, which says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And the ministry is geared to the physically, spiritually, and mentally challenged. But let them know that they can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. For without Christ, we can do nothing. I myself am a physically challenged person. I was born with cerebral palsy. I wear two hearing aids. I walk with a slight limp. And from time to time, you may hear me slur my words a little. The Easter message can be summed up in one Bible verse. John 3.16 For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son. And whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now we're going to take a deeper look in what is happening at this time. We're going to look at John 19, verses 28 and 30. After this, Jesus, knowing all things were accomplished, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled the sponge with sour wine and put it on a hibiscus, and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus received the sour wine, he said, It is finished, and bowed his head, and gave up the spirit. And if we look at Luke chapter 23, 44 to 47, Now it was the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth, until the ninth hour. When the sun was darkened, the veil of the temple was torn in two. And when Jesus had cried out in a loud voice, saying, Father, into thy hands I commit thy spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last breath. So when the centurion saw what had happened, he glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. In Mark 15:34 it says, And in the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, Labatani, Sabatna, which is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus don't real people don't realize that Jesus could have called down a legion of angels at any time. It was not the nails that laid him on the cross, kept him on the cross, but it was his love for us. They did not take his life. He gave his life willingly for us. People need to stop putting Jesus Christ back on the cross. We serve a risen Savior, not a dead Savior. An empty grave is there as proof, as evidence that Jesus rose. He is alive. He is not dead. Now, we're going to take a look at three things that are happening between Easter 
in the resurrection and after. First, we're going to look at Exodus 26.33. And you shall hang a veil from the clasp, and it shall... And you shall bring the ark of the testimony in there. Behind the veil, the veil shall be a divider between you, the holy place, and the most holy. The veil was a divider between us and God. Look what it says in Luke 23.45. The sun was darkened and the veil of the temple was torn in two. A veil of the temple was torn in two. Look what it says in Mark 15.38. And the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. The veil separated us from God. And the veil, when it was torn, it was torn from the top to the bottom, symbolizing God's grace coming down from heaven. It didn't tear from the bottom to the top. God's grace was not going away from us, but towards us. And by Jesus dying on the cross, he made that there was no division between us and God. The cross is the bridge between us and God. And if we take a look at what happened after Jesus' resurrection, uh, we can look at Mary Magdalene. And we're going to look at John 20, verses 1 to 18. Now the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early. While it was still dark and saw the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved. They have taken away the Lord's body out of the tomb, and we do not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out and the other disciples and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together. The other disciples outran Peter and came to the tomb first and he stood down looked in and saw linen clothes lying there yet he did not go in simon peter came followed him went into the tomb and he saw the linen clothes lying there and the handkerchief that had been around his head not lying with the linen but being folded together and placed by itself. Then the other disciples came to the tomb first, went in also, and he saw and believed. For they did not know the, the scripture, that he shall rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away to their own home. Mary Magdalene seized the risen Lord, but Mary Magdalene stood by the tomb, weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels 
and white, one sitting at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had laid. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and said, and saw Jesus standing there. Did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She supposed him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is teacher. Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. Go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father, to your father, to my God, to your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples what she had seen the Lord, and they, he had spoken these things to her. She was the first person to see Jesus Christ alive after his resurrection. She was the first Christian. Imagine what Mary must have been going through when she saw Jesus, when he said, Mary. When he called her by name, she saw Jesus is all of his glory. Before that, he said, Woman, why are you weeping? But when he said, Mary, when he called her by name, when Jesus calls you by name, you know. And she believed she had faith. But look, let's look at Thomas. Poor Thomas gets the bad rap, but we're going to look at uh, John 20, verses 19 and 29. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When, they had, when he had said this, he shone his hands and his side. Then his disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace unto you, as my Father has sent me, I send you. And when he had said this, his brethren breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Seeing is believing. Now Thomas, called twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see his hand, the prince of the nails, and put my fingers in the prints of the nails, and put my hand 
into a side I will not believe. After the eighth day, the disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace unto you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your fingers here, look at my hands, and reach and put your fingers in my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believe. And Thomas answered and said, My Lord, my God. And then Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen, you believe. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet believe. Thomas had to see with his own eyes. He didn't believe what others said. Jesus had to come and see him. Imagine Thomas standing there before Jesus. And Jesus says to him, Thomas, look, see my hands that were pricked for you? See my side that was pricked for you? And Thomas falling to his knees and crying, my Lord, my God, I believe in you. When Jesus was on the cross, you were on his mind. It was the love that kept him on the cross. It was not the nails. And then Jesus, he opened the way to God. He broke the barriers between us and God. Jesus is not on the cross anymore. But he lives. An empty grave is there. Jesus is alive. And don't be like Thomas. Confess and believe. And that is the message of Easter. And if you felt led by the Lord to Receive him as your Lord and Savior. You can contact us at Strength Through Christ Ministries, and that is stcministries.org. Our email address is info at stcministries.org, and you can click on the decision icon. The in the menu bar, the check mark, fill out that information, and we will send you some literature. Once again, you can contact us at stcministry.org. You can email us at info at stcministries.org. Until our path and life cross again, may God bless you and keep you. And remember, this is your ministry, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. God bless.